So here at Married at the Movies, we don't just love movies. No, no, we also love TV shows, and we watch a good share of them as well. We have a short list here of our favorite TV shows of 2020. Yes, unranked. Yeah, in no particular order. Well, some have a very particular order. Oh. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, we don't necessarily all watch uh, the same TV shows, so some are actually more Sean. That yeah. He watches much more content than I, I think do. Just a common theme is that I watch more things than Monica. Because yes. she does, like, good things with her time. Like, you know, I don't know grading papers and planning lessons yeah yeah you know making sure the youth of today is ready for the big bad world that awaits them i try yeah that kind of stuff and like you know is a like well-rounded person oh thanks love oh i meant that more as a like funny take on myself than it was a compliment oh okay never mind then (laughs) it goes both ways that knife has two blades or that's a thing i'm gonna start off the list double-edged sword that's what i was going for uh, and we also had a lot of um, new streaming services, you know, this year or two available to us. Sure. Um, yeah. So get ready for the Quibi list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, Disney Plus being, you know, the big one. And the first show I want to mention is from Disney Plus. Uh, and... uh, nope. Correction. That's from Apple Plus. Oh, Apple oops. TV Plus. Yeah. I know that there was one more. There are there... Disney Plus and then there's Apple TV. It's not Plus. It's just Apple TV, isn't it? It's Apple TV Plus. Oh, okay. Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus. is the device. Apple TV Plus is the streaming well, service. Well, I can't because, keep them all straight. Yeah, and they can't name things at Apple anymore. So it's, okay. Yeah. Anyway, on one of the streaming services <laughs> yep. that we have, I think it was Apple, uh, we have the show Central Park. Yes. This is an animated show that uh, centers on the main character, uh, Owen, who is voiced by Leslie Odom Jr., and his wife and his two children... And they, he is the manager of Central Park in New York City. And each episode kind of revolves around an issue that he might be having with the park. We also see um, the, the children voiced by Kristen Bell and Titus uh, Bergeron. Is that how you say his name? Burgess. Burgess. Titus Burgess. Um, and Catherine Hahn is the voice of the wife. Yes. But it's, it, most importantly, it's musical. Mm-hmm. Oh, each episode has two to three songs in it um, that are just very, very fun. And the voice talents are fantastic. And the and it's really good. They're really good songs. They it, are. It's not they just really like cheeky are. musical songs. Um, they're we should mention fantastic. too that it's uh, created by Bob's Burgers guy. Oh, yes. Uh, Warren Burchard. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that Stanley Tucci is actually also in it as the main antagonist. Oh, um, and, and, and Davi Dix. Yes. Yes. Um, essentially, the overarching plot is that there's a, uh older woman that wants to buy Central Park, mm-hmm. like literally buy it mm-hmm. and put up condos and, you know, restaurants and, and such. Um, but yeah, it is just a super fun and cute mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Like, it really is. It's um, people doing the best they can while trying to do like good things Mm -hmm. and it's what's not to like about that right now yeah and it and the voice talent is just fantastic oh off the charts even Mm -hmm. you know bit parts from other people um Mm -hmm. uh i forget his name right now yes he's Mm -hmm. great um the man who plays george washington in hamilton 
Chris Jackson, Chris Jackson yes. um, has like the tiniest little part, but it has a like really fun song. Mm-hmm. There's just, you know, start to finish, there is so much to love about this show. Mm. Yeah. So if you if you enjoy anything musical, you should definitely watch it. Yes. And even if even if you don't, it doesn't overwhelm each episode necessarily. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would say if you know staunchly that you're against musicals and spontaneous singing oh, well, to, he, yeah. like, you know, proof points or, you know, heightened emotions. Then you just don't know joy, so you should be watching TV anyway. Wow. <laughs> Hot take alert. No. Uh, it, it's, um, and it's one that's safe to watch with your family, too. Yeah. Uh, nothing inappropriate about it. Uh, just, no. Just good old fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, I... Highly recommend that one from this yeah, year. I challenge you to not get a song stuck in your head every episode because yes. they are so catchy and so well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's some What's something that uh, you recommend this year, Sean? Yes. So something that's actually on Disney Plus <laughs> was a limited series documentary uh, about the making of Frozen Two that was called Into the Unknown, and I am a super sucker for like process. Uh, when you're talking about animation or even really movies in general, um, I love the behind the scenes takes, you know, I Mm -hmm. remember, um, having the Phantom Menace when it came out on DVD and I watched, you know, all seven hours of like special features or whatever. Nerd alert. Yeah. Well, you married me. So (laughs) who's the joke on? (laughs) Um, this is a truly awesome and, uh, mostly unfettered look at how like what went on in the making of frozen 2 they pick up with i think a little less than a year until the release date and it's incredible because they still don't have um one of the songs uh show yourself Mm -hmm. they don't have it like written they don't even know who's singing it they have you know versions of it but None of them are what we see in the final film. And there's just a, you know, long, arduous process where they talk about, you know, what it needs to say. What should it sound like? Who's singing it? Mm-hmm. What does she find in this, you know, cave in this this palace that she ends up in? And just the, the craft and the passion and the skill and empathy that you see from everybody um, that's working on it, you know, from from top down. Um, whether it's the people who are in charge of literally animating the 18 Sven faces to match with the notes in mm-hmm. the um, uh, Lost the in the Woods, Lost Woods yeah. um, you know, music video in the middle or whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's so, it gives you uh, an amazing appreciation for what actually goes into animated movies. Like okay. some people write them off and it just, it makes me so angry. It's so amazing There's to so show how people many people... people working yeah. so many more hours mm-hmm. um, for the most part you know there's obvious exceptions and how um, things you overlook that you don't necessarily understand that it's one person's job <laughs> to you know be focused on the um, continuity of something or that it's just amazing amazingly specific yeah the things that people are responsible for yeah just it's I can't recommend it enough if you are a fan of um, the process if you're a fan of the human element that goes into the making of any movie mm-hmm. yeah go ch- go check it out it's yeah. it's excellent yeah. all right um another one from this year that i have on my list is um upload and uh, now this was a hulu amazon amazon 
Amazon streaming service. And this is just a really interesting um, concept in general. It's the idea that um, the afterlife can be something that you uh, purchase and that you take your body, um, whether I, I believe that it's like whether you're about to die or you've just died, there's a certain amount of time that they can get you. And you're basically in like the matrix of the afterlife in this world where your mind is living. Yeah. Um, really cool concept. Really interesting concept. And, and, and I would say pretty prescient. Like oh, for, absolutely. you know, the world that we're at least moving towards, mm-hmm. if not already, you know, essentially in. Absolutely. And um, the message, I think there's an interesting message in regards to like class. Yes. Where, you know, there's a budget option that mm-hmm. you can have this upload and it's just this basic whatever. Or you can come to this, I forget what it's called in the show, like this yeah. basically, you know, state of the art afterlife yeah. that's going to cost Think you. like high end, like hotel, ski lodge yeah. type thing, like all expensive not mm-hmm. all expense included or whatever. <laughs> like I was thinking, like, re- I think it says something about, like, retirement homes. Yeah. You know, like, you can have these ones that take care of your basic needs. Mm-hmm. Or you have these ones where they, you know, take you on trips and all this stuff. And yeah. it's a really interesting relationship between someone who has died and is, you know, in the upload and somebody that works for the company. Yeah. Um, and she is able to put her persona into the upload um, and I don't want to give too much away, but it it was uh, very surprising. Yeah, you know, it yeah, was... it was a nice like out of nowhere kind of like, oh, what is this? And actually, mm-hmm. um, I don't think she listens, but my <laughs> sister actually uh, put me onto the show, which is like incredible if you know my sister because she is not exactly Miss Pop Culture. Like, we don't up, up have all trends. the same taste necessarily. Well, not even mm-hmm. that, but just, she just like doesn't even know about you know mm-hmm. shows that are coming out or. She doesn't get to. She's busy, like, you know, being a mom and a teacher and that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, this is um, it was a really good, good show. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a fun, like, overarching mystery to it. Um, but there's good, you know, characterization. There's good, like, fish out of water type things. There's mm-hmm. great world building in the first couple episodes. Like, you're, you're thrown in and... You know, they don't go through, like, the science of how it works or whatever like that, but you understand, like, how it works and, mm-hmm. and the basic rules around it, which is, is great. Yeah. Yep. Very, very good. Highly recommend. Yes. So I'm going to go back to Disney Plus now and <laughs> talk about The Mandalorian because this season of The Mandalorian was epic. <laughs> like, there is no other word for it. It was just so so good this show is fan service in the best ways imaginable (laughs) um it's not just like wink wink remember this guy like you like this guy right no it's like they make it make sense um i don't want to you know spoil anything about anything if you haven't watched season one, like watch season one and two because it's it's fantastic. But I'm sure you cannot avoid like Baby Yoda and how cute he is. <laughs> but to me, that's even like that's it's not even the main draw for the show. Yeah. Like, like yes, he's cool, and you know if something happened and um, he wasn't on the show anymore, it would still be 
just as good. Good job. I think. Um, and then I'd be remiss if I don't mention the finale, which is one of the greatest moments of <laughs> of TV this year. Even like if you want to include film, like anything on a screen yeah. this year, just. I mean, there's so many like reaction videos out there and I was just like literally on the edge of my seat, standing up, sitting down, standing <laughs> up, like going nuts for that finale. And if you've seen it, you know, and if you haven't, then watch. What are you waiting for? <laughs> um, yeah, that's The Mandalorian mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. That was good. I don't watch. I don't watch. So I don't have. Yeah, Monica's anything. not a fan of Star Wars. That's not. That's not true. Isn't it? No, it's not. I'm just not a big fan of Star Wars. Okay. I'm just not. You know, yeah, it's like not. I'm not gonna seek out a secondary storyline of the Star Wars universe. That's the thing, though. It's the only storyline right now, so it's primary. Oh, okay. Either way, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not. It's good. It's not. I really, it's I not really won her over with that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, uh, one movie or one TV show that we did both enjoy together and only discovered this year, which is Sadly. a disservice to us, yeah. uh, was Shit's Creek. Yes, and this was a this was a show that kind of like heard that people liked it and watched it, and we watched the first episode, and we were like, we're I don't know, it didn't like grab us, yeah. And then we continued to hear more about it, and we're like, maybe we should try it again. And then I don't know something the second time we stuck it out, or maybe we were paying attention more. I'm not sure what it was, uh, but then there was no looking back from there. No, and then it was binge o'clock yes. for you know a month or however long it took us to get through yeah and then um obviously it wrapped up this year yes with the series finale which was beautiful it was great <laughs> it was a wonderful like packaged up in a little bow like mm-hmm. beautiful <laughs> it was it was great yeah there's really not a lot to say about it other than like if you're not watching it why <laughs> yeah it's, because yeah, it's so funny so the characters are so interesting. They're different. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, the normal type of sitcom characters that we're used to seeing. And and that's a really good thing. Yeah. And uh, the world is now a better place with Dan Levy more yes. <laughs> at the give, forefront of give things. Give him the roles. Give him the projects. Like, put him on everything. Because the dude, in, in addition to being like a comedic genius, mm-hmm. I think is just one of the most genuine and empathetic like characters in you know um david but also just like as a person i've watched like videos of him and and in other roles in say happiest season or other things like he's just fantastic Mm -hmm. so um elevate his voice and let's let's get him in more things but Mm -hmm. the show in and of itself i think is just a incredibly like hopeful um I want to say sweet, but like sweet is just like a kind of, you know, it's almost a pejorative now. Mm-hmm. And that like, that's your favorite word, by the what? way, pejorative. It's a great word. I think you've used it in every episode. All right. <laughs> just saying. Okay. It's great. Well, cool. Now I'm self-conscious about <laughs> oh, what I'm talking <laughs> about, which is a great thing to be on a podcast. I'm sorry. It awesome. was a compliment. Okay. It's so the opposite of a pejorative. Yes. Yes. Okay. The anti-pejorative. There you go. There you go. I've used it four times now in the past 20 seconds. I'm sorry. Anyway. It not is, sweet. Something no, else. because it's not like saccharine and cloying. It's, mm-hmm. you know, earnest, I think. Yes. And yeah, the the show is important as like just a, a salve 
and a balm <laughs> for the crap of 2020. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and David and Patrick are just so cute. I can't stand it. Yes. <laughs> so from an adorable small town show to another adorable small town <laughs> show. Sure. Uh, this one is on Hulu and it's Letterkenny. Letterkenny is slightly indescribable. It is, I, I would, I mean, on the face of it, it is about um, people in the town of Letterkenny in Canada. And Letterkenny is, you know, your typical small town. Mm-hmm. And there are different, uh, you know, groups of people. So you have the Hicks, which are the main focus of the show. Mm-hmm. You have the Skids, which are um, kind of, you know, drug culture, uh, emo, dancey mm-hmm. people. Something. You have the hockey players, of course, uh, it's Canada, you know, jocks, <laughs> yeah. etc. And... Um, it's about how they interact with each other and about, you know, their day-to-day lives. There's not a ton of plot not in each really. episode. No. There's not uh, necessarily long, overarching storylines. No. There's just... Moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's amazing dialogue. There is... Um, some very interesting ways of telling stories. Um, there's a lot of montage, which I'm not necessarily always a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of puns. Lots of puns. So much great <laughs> wordplay. Um, and character. Like, amazingly, like, developed character that mm-hmm. is just like nothing else you'll see on TV. Um, Letter Kenny is not like anything else you'll ever see on TV in general. Yeah, exactly. Not just the character development, the entire show. Yeah. You can't find anything like it. No, it's, um, I mean, it started as a YouTube series, um, you know, okay. shorts. And I think you can, you kind of get that in that each, each episode kind of is comprised of like shorts, mm-hmm. you know, something yes. that, that is like easily digestible on its own, but they also weave into a, you know, loose narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Letterkenny, it's just, like, one of the greatest, like, surprises of the last, like, five years. I think I learned about it three years ago when a friend of mine told me about it at mm-hmm. a New Year's Eve party. And by Valentine's Day that year, I had watched every episode that was out, like, yeah. twice. And I've probably watched it a total of eight times, mm-hmm. like, since then. Like, it's just a, a go-to show for, a, like, just an experience that yeah. is And it's a show... Unique. When you were watching it, I was kind of in the background. I was like, what is this show? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then it's like the more that you've watched it and I've caught episodes and I'm like, I'm in on it now too. Yeah. No, exactly. Because it's <laughs> it like... Has to, it might have to grow on you. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. Like this no, isn't... No, definitely not. This isn't like Shit's Creek where I'm like, if you're not watching it, why? Like if, I'm, if you're not watching it, like I could tell you 18 like, reasons why, yeah. why you're not watching it. I totally get that. And it's like vulgar and dirty and it's also... It's oddly like surreptitiously progressive i could see that it's it's so weird because so many of the characters are so like masculine and you know the kind of i don't want to say like toxic masculinity but like you know man's man type guy Mm -hmm. but their viewpoints and the storylines and um the way they kind of treat each other and like love each other as Mm -hmm. as you know men like is really kind of like, oddly 
woke. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> I know it's it's so it's like a Trojan horse of um you know social commentary. Like yeah, I, it's it's so cool. You have to check it out for yourself because I can't really. Um, yes, I can't put it. And you might need to give it like two episodes. Yeah, to really make fact, a decision. If you watch from the beginning, I would recommend skipping episode three because it's all about farts, and it is like the the like <laughs> worst of the show. Um, it's dumb, and it it almost turned me off to it completely. And I'm glad I stuck it through. <laughs> That's great. Um, so another show that was really. <laughs> Sending. what, what I just said. <laughs> yeah it was a little bit that's great that's great um <laughs> stupid little canadian comedy <laughs> wow. no and i think the the thing is it's like really hard to transition out of that back into a normal show yes. but uh we will try with a actual like network sitcom yes <laughs> the next uh show on our list is the good place yes it is nbc Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm having a hard time keeping all these places straight. You could ask me before we yeah, start. It's recording. more fun this way. NBC. And this was a show that didn't start in 2020, but it did end in 2020. So this was the final season um, of The Good Place. And it it continues to um, impress me. Yeah. I mean, the first, the first season of the show is probably one of the best seasons of television i've seen oh absolutely uh it is just fantastic but i was worried knowing that it was the final season like how are they going to end this what are they going to do how are they going to close this out and they did so beautifully now not everybody agrees not everybody's on board with the the finale really yeah you like based on reviews yeah reviews what yeah friends those people People. are yeah no I mean, friends of they mine. didn't like hate it, but they didn't love it. Like, That's interesting because mm-hmm. to me, the finale was absolute perfection. Yeah, it was great from start to finish. It is mm-hmm. so just the way that they every character acted in a way that if you watched the show, you know, from the start, mm-hmm. which we did, mm-hmm. it was perfection yeah. for them each and every one. Like there was, um, it's not really a spoiler. Um, Jason at one point mm. says, oh, dip. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew exactly what he meant. And I knew what was going to happen and what was being resolved. Like, mm-hmm. like they built these characters so well that you just had this, like, affinity for them from the very beginning and mm-hmm. what they'd been through. And the way that it ends was just absolutely... It was perfect. It was quintessential to each and every one of their characters Mm -hmm. and i've like never seen a show where now you know along the way there were some missteps and like i'm not totally in love with season three yeah season three wasn't perfect and Mm -hmm. even maybe like the first three episodes of season four like there was one or two where i was like it took a little while where are we going here but once they did it's like okay this just it just ruled Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it was perfect and um, I, I think, honestly, this is, it might be my favorite show of all time. It's it's definitely up there for me. It, it's fantastic. It's smart in a way that's not, like, condescending. No. It is. It's funny. Yeah, it's funny and it's hopeful. Like, mm-hmm. it is the ultimate hope show. Like, You're right. It is feel good, not in the way that, like, you know, 
Well, they end up together. No, like, no, not yeah. that feel good. Not that like Although contrived there, plot. There line. is that component too. But... Sure, but it's just icing on top of it's the like cake. Feel good is, for yes. like humanity. Yes, <laughs> it is a like moral existential like warm blanket. Yes, and just and you're not just talking about Ted Danson. No, it, but he is so great. <laughs> He's him. like you know the the things he did with his character like early on in the first couple seasons mm-hmm. compared to like where he ends up it's just such a deft hand of like creating this character that um goes through like this excellently written arc and yeah I, and it just he i don't know if anybody else could pull it off besides him <laughs> no no I mean, possibly mary steenburgen so sure <laughs> Monica. Steam Virgin. There you go. Steam Virgin. There you go. Is how you say her name. <laughs> yeah, that household is probably a really cool place to live. Yeah, I would hang out with them for Anytime. sure. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. So that brings us to I think if we were to put these in order, this would be our number one show of 2020. Absolutely. Hands down. Hands no down. questions asked. It's honestly the best thing for me to come out of 2020. I would concur with you. In pop culture. I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's some like, you know good like personal shit yes and stuff like that. Is. but and yeah. pop culture yeah and this one is again on apple this is apple i knew that one okay this one's on apple on apple plus and it is ted lasso ted freaking lasso <laughs> if you are not watching this show you need to be and you do not have to be a sports fan no to watch this uh, no, not a at quick, all quick quick recap um it it focuses on uh, Ted Lasso, played by Jason Sudeikis, who is hired by a English football team, what soccer. we call soccer, but they call football team. And Ted and Lasso... everybody else calls football. Yes. Ted Lasso is a, an American football coach, and he's invited to come over and coach this uh, soccer team. And just hilarity ensues from there. Yeah. Uh but, and I think you said, John, it actually stemmed from like a commercials. A commercial. Yes. Yeah. For um, NBC Sports Network, uh, when they first got the contract for the EPL games, mm-hmm. they created, uh, you know, Jason Sudeikis and um, the gentleman who plays Coach Beard, whose name escapes me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they created this character for these commercials. And the commercials were all about, you know, uh, an American learning soccer. Yes. You know, to sell Americans on soccer. Yes. Um, and. Uh, that was five years ago, yeah. four or five years ago. And now, um, if you would have told me, like, hey, this is going to be your favorite <laughs> TV show in six years, like, like okay, sure, just, yeah, whatever, dude. But it's so mind blowingly positive and like espouses the goodness of people, yes. and of empathy and of curiosity, yeah. And but then still deals with like real issues though too. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not like just happy go lucky. Everything's mm-hmm. great. There is like actual heartbreak and actual like mm-hmm. you know just bad things that happen. Yeah. And but just... each each character is so well developed. Oh, I mean, each each one that's in there has um, like is going through one of those issues or something like that. But it yeah all centers on Ted Lasso and his just undying positivity and mm-hmm. his outlook on life mm-hmm. even amidst the things that he's going through um but ultimately it's just i'm just always smiling yes. and i watch it. it the the dialogue is is quick and witty 
Yeah, you might miss some stuff, and you might have to go back or watch with subtitles because oh, wait, some of the accents are a little strong too. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but beyond that, just you know how how fast things work and how you're still you know, laughing. Yeah, when, you're like a... two lines ahead, but laughing at the line you know that somebody said two times ago. And mm-hmm. it's, um, but yeah, they're like I can't wait for more of it, but at the same time, I am so scared more of it yes. because it's like. You know, something at any point could go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like this I just, season was practically perfect. Yes. And um, and as I said before, it's really not about soccer. No. There, there's little soccer. It could be, it could almost be any sport. It could be any sport. It could be almost any profession. Mm-hmm. Like, well, except for, you know, any profession where... Like a manager youth, of something. Yeah. Well, and where youth is, mm-hmm. you know, prioritized. Yes. Um, because there's, you know, a good deal of, of talking about people who are you know are they past their prime or, mm-hmm. or that kind of thing yeah but um yeah if you say you don't like sports so you're not gonna like this show no you're yeah it did really just wrong. there's very little footage of soccer yeah at all yeah. it's more in the locker room on yeah. the um you know on the training field mm-hmm. there's uh it's not it's not a show about soccer no no, that that is a show to about say, a team, right? But it's not to say that if you know things about soccer or just like understand sports in general, that it's not all that much better. Oh, absolutely. You know? There's definitely jokes in there that are more for yes, you know, soccer fans. Yeah, the one percenters for you know the two percenters for mm-hmm. for EPL fans and and people that understand the the jokes. Um, but that just you know makes it all the more better. Yeah, and. Yeah, Again, is, there's nothing bad about this show. Yeah, you you just feel good watching it, and mm-hmm. like honestly, feel good thinking about it. I do. Just, I, like right now, I, I want to just stop talking and just put it on. I just want to yeah. watch it right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's so delightfully funny, mm-hmm. and in again, like there are myriad characters that just have uh, different ways of making you laugh, mm-hmm. whether it's through like anger or you know naivety or you know sheer like unintelligence yes you know but then at the same time it is like super smart it is very smart and without um, making you feel stupid yeah no not at all but um but just themes um like i think you mentioned it about like curiosity and Mm -hmm. judging people and um just so many things that ted says are just really great themes about life yeah in general as well yep. um if you watch it there's a scene with um darts and dartboard mm-hmm. that might be one of my favorite moments of 2020 like that it's a great I, for, scene. for cinema and film like that that exchange that he has while playing that game is just so awesome <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good one um and a awesome uh heel turn by anthony stewart head who played uh uh, Giles on Buffy. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. yeah. He was like the mentor to Buffy, and like oh, the guy. Is he a jerk and... in that? No, no, oh. he's great. He's like, no, he's a jerk yeah. in this. No, he's <laughs> yeah, no, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, go watch it. And I wish, I honestly, really, truly wish this wasn't on Apple TV. Yes, yeah, so um, more people can same, access it. Yeah, at the same time, if it wasn't on Apple TV, who knows what kind of like notes or what kind of interference they would have gotten. True. So it's probably better for being on Apple TV, but it needs to be seen by mm-hmm. more and more people. Um, Email us. I'll give you our password uh, <laughs> so you can watch the show. <laughs> how about no? Uh, we won't do that. Um, no, we can't, um, you know, 
No, we don't uh, condone stealing here <laughs> at Married Movies. But, Borrow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Borrow indefinitely. Indefinitely, right? yes. Yes. Um, shouts to Ricky Martin. Yes. Just uh, everybody needs to watch this. Yeah. Find find a way. Yes. You. It's, on the, it's only 10 episodes, right? So get a free mm-hmm. trial of Apple TV. Yeah. Or Apple Plus TV, whatever Apple it's called. TV Plus. Whatever it's called. Yes. Uh, um, get the free trial and you can watch it in a week. Yeah. You'll watch it. I mean... If this was another thing that they put out episodes every Friday, so it wasn't something that we could literally binge in a weekend and it was over. Like, yeah, and jerks. I think that's the way. No, I think that's the way it should be. <laughs> no, it should definitely be that way. Um, because it, that in and of itself kind of feels like a thing that you know Ted would like condone and promote. You, you have know, to wait is patiently, like waiting <laughs> and you know, um, savoring something, making mm-hmm. it last. So yeah, absolutely, um, Ted Lasso just so good thank you jason sudeikis and thank you highly yes if you if you only watch one thing this year yeah this is what it should be yeah and if you don't feel good after it like tell me why and yeah please like i don't i don't understand i i guess i do i i see where he could be like kind of annoying with relentless positivity and stuff yeah at the same time he doesn't i mean He's not perfect. True. Um, and I think it's easy to write this character as, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they do a good job of showing some of those flaws. Yeah. yeah. Um, that might not be in the first couple episodes. So, you know, no, if, you you gotta only, give it a if chance. that's all yeah. you watched, then maybe I get it. But, yeah, go watch still, it. Please what are you watch doing? It. Why are you still listening to this? Go watch it. <laughs> yes. Why haven't you watched it yet? Are you watching? <laughs> go watch. Go watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, that's going to do it for uh, this week's episode. If you agree or disagree with whatever we've said, we'd love to hear your opinions. So please uh, get find us on Instagram at, at Married Movies Podcast. Send us an email, marriedmoviespodcast at gmail.com. We are now on um, Apple Podcast and Spotify, so we would appreciate any likes, comments uh, there for us as well. Give us those five stars, please. Five stars are, are nice. Um, yeah, so please just uh, like us in those places. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> that's funny, right? <laughs> you can cut all that. Okay. So that's going to do it for this week's episode of Married at the Movies. <laughs> <laughs>